2: and on this wonderfully cozy morning i mean i'm staring at melissa she's got her blanket like pretty much hooked all the way up to her nose and eyes she's all cozy <laughs> it's 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 all it's fantastic she's like shut up <laughs> but today um this wasn't a listener question this was something i wanted to hear everybody so i want to know everybody's thoughts on renaming cards, I know that we did a um an episode a couple of weeks ago on whether or not we agree or disagree with the meanings in various little white booklets but i I figure as a nice companion it's you know uh a lot of things. Are trying like me? I'm trying to decouple the binary or um, other things from the cards. Like, is there a way that we can truly make a energy based tarot without the idea of a duality? And so mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of decks are changing cards, like the Hanged Man to like the Hanged One, or I've seen the um, in Joanna Powell Colbert's deck, uh, Guy and Tarot, it, the Fool is now the Seeker. Um, Mm -hmm. or like changing the court cards so that you don't have a king or a queen, you have maybe a master or a journeyman type of approach. So, Mm -hmm. let's talk about this idea of renaming cards. You know, what are your ideas on the purpose behind it, and do you like it or not, and do you think it's helpful or not? Mm -hmm. I think it's it's uh, helpful, and I
0: do like it, and. It kind of, uh, you have to read the book. You have to, you know, do your work when the when the deck is changed. You got to read the book and find out what they're talking about. But um, I think that anything that makes it easier for people to enter into tarot, and if they're non-binary, um, and they enter into a deck that's non-binary, like the Numinous Spirit tarot, um, then it feels like home. And anything that makes the tarot feel like home, I'm, I'm down. It works for me.
1: Hmm. Yep. That's basically my opinion on you know renaming, and also like you definitely do have to have the companion book there so that you can understand the renaming in that particular deck, and also the reason why. Like if 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 deck creators are just renaming for renaming sake, but they don't have a real um, I don't know, spirit or principle behind that renaming, then what's the point? <laughs> just, yeah. just go with yeah. the regular structure then, you know? Um, so this is actually something I got asked about by my publisher, by my my editor, um, when I was writing my book. Um, and it was actually, it, it was quite surprising to me because they, they are basically paying me to be the expert on tarot. And they had that question of like, well what about renaming and can you give a couple of examples of renaming and what those what the traditional names from the deck would be and then possible renaming going on and so I was just like oh cool you know like I was very surprised by that question but pleasantly surprised by that question right. so I do I do talk about it like it must be happening enough for mm-hmm. the layman person to understand, like, oh, there's some renaming going on and I just want to understand and I want to have a good grasp on if I do get a tarot deck that does have some renaming going on, like, why that would be the case and to be able to better understand the tarot deck that I'm picking up. Um So, and I do talk about that in my book for specific renaming, please consult your decks, accompanying companion book or little white book. Like I can only, I could only speak in generalities when I was writing my book, because I don't know the people that are reading my book, like which tarot deck they're working with, which tarot deck is, you know, sitting next to them on their coffee table as they're reading my book. So I can make, general assumptions of like you know the fool is sometimes renamed to the seeker or the beginning the magician could be the mage you know the high priestess could become the papas the same thing with the hierophant was originally the pope um you know some and sometimes the renaming occurs from the artist's visual concept of that particular card like there is a i think we talk about this in our deep dive on the hanged one where sometimes it's just renamed to exactly the animal that they decided would represent that particular card like a bat because the bat usually hangs upside down um, which is kind of a part of the the hanged one's energy or depiction or interpretation So not only are you looking to your companion book or your little white book, you're you're also looking to, you know, the deck's theme or its um, visual aesthetic style to see why that renaming might be occurring. It could be to further the artist's vision of that particular tarot deck.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I completely agree with this. Like, um, I've been saying one of my goals is to to decouple like the binary or the idea of uh, masculine feminine from the cards. Because as we're finding, at least in both the neuroscience behind like intuition and tarot and even psychology and tarot, that everybody can be a card. You know, it's, you know, we're no longer saying the king of wands is like a brown haired, brown eyed person, you know, or a man or a dude. Yeah. Right. Or, a dude. or a dude even. Yeah. And, and <laughs> especially with, you know, I deal with a lot of the queer community, you know, trans folk and stuff and sometimes saying that, a, you know, the person is a King of Wands to like a trans femme, like, you don't want to use that. You know, they're like, I'm not a guy, you know, fuck that, you know, fuck dudeism, mm-hmm. you know? And so I like this idea of, you know, renaming cards. And I love that it, you know, for a purpose, like, you know, to take out the binary of masculine, feminine um, you know, to to more uh neutralize or focus on the energies behind the cards, you know. I mean, it it becomes a real twister when you start thinking about the court cards, you know, like how how can we take that idea of the nuclear family as Americans kind of see it, where it used to be in the 50s, you know, man, wife, one boy, one girl, white picket fence, house, all that bullshit. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, really just break it down. Like what terminology would we actually have for that? And that's something I haven't figured out yet, but it's funny that, you know, people are trying to come up with their reasons for changing the card names. Like the hanged one just makes sense yeah because instead of, you know, a man, you know, or humanity, you know, I love, I love seeing bats as hang, hanged critters. You know, I love that because they, they do hang upside down and they're incredibly important to the ecosystem. Um, but like, I, I've seen a deck recently on Kickstarter that said that this was a completely genderless deck. They were like, we're going to just break it down to the meanings of the cards. And yet when you looked at all the card names, they were the same. They were still that same structure where it said, you know, the high priest or the empress, the emperor. And I'm like, uh, card titles are the first thing people see and on And right. that those terms are gendered. I'm sorry. You know, they're, they're completely gendered. So I question the use of it. I mean, I know that in in some folks' minds, it's, you know, that's what they see the tarot is the naming structure. But I'm like, would a tarot deck be the same if you removed all the names, like that, that binary system of names, you know, the genderless names and still, can it still be a tarot deck? You know, Mm. is it, You know, and that goes into, you know, philosophical thinking of, you know, what is a tarot deck? 78 cards broken down into major, minor, and court cards, blah, 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 blah. But does it have to? Can it just be, like, if we oracleize it, a 78-card deck with similar, you know, with major, minor, but can you rename it? Can we rename Mm. the cards so that it's still a tarot deck? And yet it takes away from, you know, the binary. It takes away from the uh, colonialism or even Mm. the misogyny that, you know, kind of came inherent, at least in uh, the dead white guy, Arthur Edward Waite's
1: time. Oh, that's such like a... A huge question that my brain kind of short circuited.
0: Yeah,
1: I like <laughs> when that. you, I'm like, I'm like, am I, am I smart enough for this conversation? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. I, I have to stop doing that to myself. But, but because I know, want your feedback on this. Like, like my my brain really did short circuit on that because I have such a. I don't know a defensiveness around the foundation of tarot and the structure of tarot and that it's like a tarot deck is a tarot deck is a tarot deck. And that structure begets the commonality, so that when you learn to read with one tarot deck, you can kind of read with every tarot deck within reason, you know? And I think that's like the beauty of tarot as a divination system, because it's just like, you know, that you're going to find like that beginner seeker, Energy in the Fool card, or traditionally what's called the Fool card, you're gonna see that completion energy or that full circle moment in the World card, right? When it's traditionally known as the World card. So it can be good to rename these cards, but it also like the structure is there for a reason, and it it's almost like do we need the training wheels of the structure or is it just what it is? Like a tarot deck is not a tarot deck without that structure, you know? So these are like big, huge questions. So like, I mean, if you happen to enjoy imbibing alcohol, maybe you want to listen to this episode with a nice glass of scotch and just have a drink, ponder, ponder (laughs) into the, stare off into the middle distance and ponder the existential questions of life with us, shall you? You know, like if we look at, you know, the three of cups in that triangle that they
0: make is, is a symbol of the divine feminine. And are, are we going to throw that out? Or is the divine feminine still going to be present and valid, you know? Or the Ace of Wands, you know, being that BDE, um, mm-hmm. and bringing in the divine masculine—is that something that's still going to be part of the tarot? Um, mm-hmm. I think that that adding adding non-binary uh, is really really important, um, as well as holding on to the traditional. Um, divinity that's part of the tarot if you want but i think that it comes down to if you want if you want to you know um like i i really embrace the hank one because it doesn't have to be a man or a woman and you know and i appreciate that i am the king of swords um even though i'm not a dude um i identify as a king of swords that's that's what what is that called i quit using them years ago but if you were to pull a card that represents you,
1: significator. Oh, significator, yep. that yeah. finger And by the yep. and by the way, we do have an episode on significators. I think yeah, that's right. We're pretty sure yeah, we do. <laughs> we
0: <Word laughs> just <laughs> went away. Um, <laughs> but I think giving permission for gender to be non not necessary and oh, a, not an important part of the tarot. I think that's that's really important. Mm-hmm. Is that we have the permission to toss that to toss the binary. Because yeah, I, mean, like, I I still use decks that that are completely binary, and yeah. um, mm-hmm. and I love them, but when I do a reading for someone, I say this is a person who has these qualities. I don't right. say this is a dude. This is a lady. I say this is a person with these qualities.
1: Right.
0: Um, yeah. And I think that that's that's a huge difference. Yeah.
1: I mean, I used to like. I know that I use the unknown they as a pronoun now, so Mm -hmm. much more than I used to, because we, I really don't like to make assumptions, even though I'm kind of (laughs) quasi in the business of making assumptions with, 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 you know, predictive tarot readings. So it's, it's kind of an interesting conundrum, but at the same time, I don't want to assume that the, the woman sitting in front of me is in a relationship with with a man i don't want to yeah. make those assumptions so i'm just any anytime i do any kind of reading i'm like they 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 yep. they the yeah. i've been doing on.
0: that weirdly since the early 90s because i used to do read i've always done readings for the queer community um and it was just easier than guessing like i would mm-hmm. just say i would just default to you know this person they and right. uh, and so having that as part of my language was really helpful it has been really helpful oh god so.
2: it, it is i mean it's like i've defaulted a they them approach you know just because um you know there is so much more than a binary you know there there it's not a line of point a to point b you know it's not even a spec i mean we call it a spectrum but it's like a spectrum in 3d or 4d and you know what it comes down to is i don't know you know, the person walking their dog out in the middle of, you know, in the road from my window is a, you know, what gender they are until I ask, hey, you know, what are your pronouns? So everybody's mm-hmm. a they them and I try and figure, you know, with tarot, like writing the booklets, I really wished I had known about this idea way before I started because a lot of my early right. decks are gendered. But now I talk about just the figures, the figure on the card. Mm -hmm. We have three figures on the card. We have, Mm -hmm. you know, small figures, big figures, you know, just because I don't want to it's that idea of bias, right? I don't want to when I'm reading for others, I want to take their words, their terminology. So if somebody looks at a card and sees a more masculine femme person and says that's a he, that's the journey I'm going to take. Mm -hmm. You know, like if it's a person addressed, they might say, oh, that's a he. Right. You know, and I'm is like, okay, what is, <laughs> yeah, it's their reading. So what is he doing, Everything. you know? And yeah. I don't want to, you know, put my bias into, or, you know, like, as they say in court, l- you know, leading the witness or, you know, <laughs> you know, le- leading the reader, you know, I want to, I want to know what's going on in their language, repeat it back in their language so that they can come to these aha moments or answers to why they came to me faster. hmm
1: um, do we have examples of um, decks that we really like that we think do renaming in a way that makes sense? Because I know we're I know we're recording this on the yeah. fly, but I definitely have <laughs> one in mind. <laughs> well, go ahead, share that yeah, one, no, I don't have. All one. right, I'll let I'll let I'll let you guys uh, you know because I it. I have um, <laughs> some stuff
2: too, but I want to know yours. I mean, I'm the one that's leading this little round table. Oh, so the what's, Numinous what's, Tarot, but I yeah, don't have it yeah. in front of me.
1: Yeah. You mentioned that one. There you go. So Melissa says numinous tarot. Um, I really love tarot for kids that Teresa Reed did um, with illustrations by Kaylee Whitman, um, because it makes, it makes sense for for a tarot deck that's made for kids. You know, I mean the name of the tarot deck is tarot for kids, Um, even though it reads really well, even if you're a 42 year old um, female identifying <laughs> oh hell weird.
2: we're <laughs> all kids we're all kids at heart kids, Come are on. kids at
1: heart just, um, just but like it. some of the some of the renaming um like the high priestess it's just like what a would a kid really know about that like so she's renamed to like the moon queen that's kind of oh cool. i love that that's that's fun. kind of cool and sweet um the rules instead of the hierophant which i mean like of course like that's so perfect to me Mm -hmm. it's just like the hierophant is Mm -hmm. the rules it 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 makes sense um the lovers are the best friends Uh,
0: oh
1: yeah it's just like oh but also it makes sense um I think temperance is patience oh no sorry the hanged man the hanged one is patience which makes a lot of sense um uh, the death card is change. Temperance is balance. You know, so a lot of the um, the devil card is the bully. So, oh, I like that. A, yeah. So a lot of these cards or the renaming of these cards um, can also give you a clue to their interpretation as well, or as they're interpreted by the person that had the vision for the deck, you know. Um another one I really like is Chiara Marchetti's Legacy of the Divine because it brought me to a new understanding of uh the Hierophant card which I've always had a problem with a lot of <laughs> a lot of people that um have problems with organized religions kind of have a little uh relationship with the Hierophant card and I did speak about this during our deep dive of the mm-hmm. Hierophant card where Chira Marchetti's Legacy of the Divine renames it to Faith. Mm, and then yes. it has four different faith leaders on it with their scripture of choice, you know, their holy words of choice. Um, so that completely brought me to a new understanding of the Hierophant card, which made me accept that energy a little bit more because it's very right. hard to read for somebody. Um it, you know, yourself included, but then also for somebody else while having a bias against certain cards, you know, and it's just like, what happens if that card comes up? And they are like, I don't like that card. And it's just like, well, that's going to affect your reading for somebody else. So,
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for me, I mean, I know I already mentioned the guy in Tarot, which I like because she um, has renamed a lot of the court, like there's child uh, uh, I can't remember what knights are, but then there's like uh the nurturer and then like I think uh expert or something. I I don't quote sure, me maybe. on it. I don't have it in sure, front of me. Yeah. But I did have to run off and find the other deck because I the the thing again with renaming like even if it's just cards or or even the courts or or even you know the the suits even when I mean, because we never even talked about this the deck that i chose mm. the future ancestor tarot does all of it they they renames um like again uh high priestess is virtue um metamorphos is the hanged person or the you know the hanged one uh let's see here so yeah they have they've done some renaming of cards but the uh, this the suits are all different so we have candles for um wands and i mean mm-hmm. even joanna kind of does it uh joanna's deck she you know calls them the elements so earth air fire water for you know right. but that's easier to kind of relate back to you know a, a, you know um swords wands pentacles and cups but this one is candles for wands cups for um well cups needles for air swords yeah and for swords air, yeah. and then seeds for pentacles that works Ooh. yeah so they they you know they name it and i found that with needles and candles i sometimes get them you know opposite just because right. I, I burn candles mostly for air sometimes but they are fire Ooh. um mm-hmm. and then their court cards are <laughs> excuse me student explorer, list, uh, listener and maker. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And this is, you know, uh, sometimes they'll couple, like the, the family structure of the court card, you know, from like, you know, journeyman to, you know, like journeyman, apprentice, uh, master, and then like expert or something, you know, like the old, the yeah. old school, uh, bricklayers or something, but this one does it more in kind of like, Thematic, I think, you know, where students, the pages are students. You know, I've always considered pages, pages as a student, you know, the learning about that thing. Explorers, yeah. the doers, you know, the knights. I mean, we don't really have knights unless it's an honorary title these days. So I like that idea of an explorer or adventurer or something. Uh, listener, it's again kind of that more femme passive, but you know, it's they're listening to others. And then <laughs> makers where they they, you know, have the time to be able to sit down and do some stuff. So, you know, the Future Ancestors Tarot is one of those decks that um, I like. I, When I'm exploring these new style, you know, renaming card decks or suits, I will take the time and use it for myself first to figure out how I can use that deck. Like another one is, um, oh God, it's a writer's deck. So the cards are completely renamed. I think clocks is like cups or something. But there's this deck that I found that's a writing deck that I could not use for others because they right. rename the cards, they rename the suits and everything to something that didn't that doesn't make sense. But it's a deck built for getting you out of writing ruts. And it'll be in the nice. show notes, but it's yeah, yeah I mean that's not going to be a, you know, where when my when's my boyfriend coming back, deck? You know, yeah. no, that's a well, it's not you're, what it's meant for. yeah. it's not <laughs> what it's meant for. I
0: think that um that the name of that deck, the future ancestors, that's really well, what why we're positioning ourselves in these questions because we want to consider, you know, when we were younger, not that much younger, not that long ago, binary was just accepted. It just was. The patriarchy just was you know um, kings and queens just were and the king was always better than or bigger than the queen and uh and we're trying to be future ancestors we're trying to shift things so that the new students that are coming along now don't have to deal with the bullshit that we had to unlearn and Mm uh so we're trying to be good future ancestors yeah in the renaming And it, it, as long as it makes sense, it just it just has to make sense. And we have such a beautiful language that has gone through the pockets of every other language, stolen all the good words. So there's really no excuse for not not trying.
1: Yeah. And there's a power, there's this power in words, there's the power in renaming these cards. It's just like, if we rename these cards, we make them our own, we have a better understanding of what they are. You know, like, I'm just looking through my book, and I'm realizing that I put um, one of Jamie's things from tarot inspired life about the, the suits. Yeah, go ahead, fan yourself wave (laughs) i'm honored no it's that i'm honored take it take it um but (laughs) take it like a man no sorry um (laughs) but remembering remembering the reasons for the renaming i think is going to really help you um have an understanding of why the renaming occurred so jamie says in tarot inspired life each suit is said to depict the cardinal medieval virtues, justice, wisdom, courage, and temperance. And I, I'm just like, when I read that, I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, you know, going back to what the cards are and what they represent, it's like 78 different representations of different facets of your life. Um, and if by renaming them, you have a greater understanding of the tarot, then that's good. That's as it should be. That's the reason why we do it. It's just like, let's remember that language is arbitrary, folks. And Indeed. there's no yeah. reason why a chair shouldn't be a table, shouldn't be a bed, shouldn't be a window. You know, we make meaning ourselves. Job.
2: Job. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, God, I mean, it's true. And basically, I guess I want to end on that. And the homework I want to give to all of you listeners is what are your thoughts on this do you use decks that are that have you know structure renaming or structure changes because i want to know and if you you know do i mean do you like it when they rename things do you find it helpful or not because like you know um melissa said renaming makes that card or that deck's power your own and like hillary says take it take it run with it and expand upon it because you know tarot is a language and languages are, sure. are, are are they're gluttonous you know they in order to survive they change they morph so if tarot is a language why not grow it change it and morph it mm-hmm. mm. so thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you later